So I want to start off this fine special episode hmm. this evening, Mark, by wishing you a very happy birthday, big boy. Well, thank you. I was I was going to start off the episode by uh, assuming that you didn't remember and asking you how I was about to make you feel bad. <laughs> well, you can now feel bad for... For assuming the worst of you. For assuming the worst. <laughs> and then you can thank your fiancé for making sure that I'm... What? <laughs> Shh. Did she Cut that part te- out. Don't let her know that I narked on you? her. Don't let her know that I narked on her. Did she actually text you? She did actually text me. That's hilarious. <laughs> Shh. Cut this part out. I'm not going to. Come on. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, yeah. it's It's been good. Um, last night we had a few people over, uh, made some pizza, played some games, made some cookies. Had a good time. Nice. And then today I old? just kind of... No. Not really. Uh, and then today I just sort of, I went disc golfing and had lunch just kind of by myself. Aaron was feeling a little tired and I wasn't going to drag her along. Um, because we were up late last night. Like Aaron spent a good chunk of yesterday, like preparing for people to arrive because we were prepping all these ingredients and she was making pizza dough and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and we, and people left at like one thirty. Which is, oh, wow. you know, a lot later than we're typically up. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not normally that kind of a partier, but... No, but that's a thing. Like, it, was, it wasn't really, you know, no one was going crazy. Everyone was just kind of... It was the sort of vibe that you would expect from a group of people that assembled on my behalf, you know. <laughs> this group of people would also be very capable of going harder than they did. But, you know, the vibe of we're going to hang out and, like, eat pizza, play some Mario Kart, you know, do that sort of stuff. Uh, It was just, like, a good, casual evening that just kind of kept going. So it was fun. Um, And then, yeah, today I went back to a deli that I discovered when Erin and I took one of her friends from lab out to the disc golf course. Um did I tell you about this place? Taglia Fairies Deli? Mm-mm. I did not? Okay. Well, that's what it's called. It's called Taglia Fairies. <laughs> and it's just this random deli in a strip mall uh, that is just like... I mean, I've never really seen a sandwich place like this where when you walk in, there's like a few shelves with random Italian products like olives mm-hmm. and wine and bread, I guess. And then there's just a straight up deli like a grocery store deli that they have there. And they also do some pasta stuff. And they just have really good sandwiches, like really straightforward, simple sandwiches that are just good, you know? Nice. The kind of sandwich where you, you have it, you're like, I could make this sandwich by myself, but I don't mind getting it from here. You know, mm-hmm. it is just very perfectly executed. So last time I got a turkey swiss cranberry sauce sandwich you got the same thing today it was super good Mm. yeah sounds like a late november special i don't it just it just really hit the spot you know when it's it's, it's actually a very good sandwich for a hot day which it was out there because you get your cold turkey and your cranberry and stuff Mm. i can see that i smell where you're stepping in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yes it's it's been a very nice day after we're done recording here, one of Aaron's friends brought some 
random like small cakes from a bakery last Ooh. night that we didn't actually get to look at or open up at all because we had planned <laughs> on making cookies. So mm-hmm. I don't. I, she told me what was in there, um, but I haven't actually looked at them. So we're gonna have one of those tonight. Yeah, no me. Yeah, it's a good thing I just ate dinner. Yep. There you go. Good boy. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> in you scratch behind my ears next. So something that's been really annoying me. Uh oh. I don't know where my Kindle is. Do you want mine? This has been aggravating me for a couple days now. Because I have no clue how I managed to lose a Kindle. Like, there's only a couple places that I ever put it. Most of the time it sits on my desk because that's where it charges. And then it could be in a bag, but I've checked all my bags. Like, I haven't used it. Like, I'm pretty sure I probably misplaced it over two weeks ago. Like, before I went to Minnesota, so definitely over two weeks ago. Maybe as long ago as a month ago is the last time that I remember actually seeing and using it. But mm-hmm. I, just, I just have no clue where it is. I don't know if I somehow managed to forget it somewhere, but there aren't that many places for it to be in this apartment, and Aaron and I have both gone through so many different places and have been unable to find it. Mm-hmm. So it's a bummer. Do you want me to send you mine? No, that's okay. I know where mine is. That's good. You hear, the clunk you heard on my desk was me pulling it off the shelf right next to me <laughs> and dropping it on my desk to prove that I had it. How old is your Kindle, Grant? Old. Yeah, I'm okay. I don't want it. Uh. Gosh, how old is my Kindle? My Kindle might be the oldest, one of the oldest pieces of technology. No, it's not. That's the old iPod Touch I have. I was going to say oldest Mm. pieces of technology I have. Sure. But yeah, it's from, shoot, probably like 2010 or something. Dang. Were they even around that long? Nearly OG. No, for sure. They were. I'm sure they've gone through so many different iterations since then. They're the one that I have that I bought in 2019 is when I got mine was a 10th generation Kindle Paperwhite. So yes, they've been around for a while. Oh, I need to plug mine in too. Yeah, so my like my e-reader journey started on a shift. It was a I was working the day after Black Friday at Target. And no matter what you do at Target, you get a 10% discount on everything. Mm-hmm. And it was Black Friday. Deals were still going on. So I went back to the technology section, and they had a Barnes & Noble Nook on sale. So I got my first e-reader for probably like $40 or something. Dang. And, uh, yeah, good deal. And I really liked the Nook. Like, they, they did a very good job with everything. Um, they were often ahead of amazon in terms of like rolling out features to their different devices things like backlights and everything came to the nook at lower price tiers than they did to the kindle because the nook like barnes and noble was trying really hard to make this a thing Mm -hmm. you know and eventually like i stuck with nook for so many years and then eventually it got to the point where I just kind of had to make a decision. They were kind of growing a little long in the teeth. The features were no longer quite as good. You know, it, it didn't really make much sense to stick with it. And I think I was also tempted by the siren song at the time of Amazon Unlimited. Mm. Uh, or Kindle Unlimited, I think is what it's called. 
where you pay some amount of money per month and you get access to a lot of books uh, if, if they're available on it, which, you know, if you're not too particular about what you read, can be a very good deal. And they had better integration with things like renting ebooks from or borrowing ebooks from the library. Uh, you could do that with a Kindle. I don't think Nook has an integration to allow mm-hmm. that, to, that to happen. So there are a few, a few things. I eventually switched to Kindle, and I've had one now for a while, and now I don't know where it is. And I'm bummed. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I've been reading a lot on my phone, which is fine day to day, but sometimes it's just not what you want to be doing. You just mm-hmm. want a nice, proper digital book. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the author intended. See, nah. (laughs) I'm sure we've talked about our opinions on digital versus physical books, right? There's no Mm -hmm. way we haven't. I just don't remember where you are. We definitely have at some point. I'm more of a physical book person. Yeah. I mean, I could have guessed given the state of your Kindle. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah... It just like I, I haven't read a book on my Kindle in years, like years, mm-hmm. years, um, and I liked the experience. I, I don't know. I feel like it was it was certainly not certainly almost maybe I don't know what the word is. It could have been a better reading experience, but I just like there's something about like holding the book and like turning pages that I like. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that I think it makes me look cool or smarter than I am. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I mean, to be fair, there is something to be said for being able to sort of uh, present the book that you're reading. That if you are proud for whatever reason of the particular book that you're reading, you know, if you are a book snob, you can pretend that everyone on their Kindles is just reading the newest, you know, supernatural romance novel. Uh, well, you are there reading whatever it is that you're reading, mm-hmm. you know, let me see. What was the last? So I know that I read a physical book back in January cause I went to the bookstore with my mom cause she had a gift card and she was like, Oh, I'll buy you a book. So I bought a book and I read that book. So I read one, I've read one physical book this year so far. I read two physical books in 2021, apparently. Mm-hmm. One was a book that I had bought years ago and finally got around to reading, and then one was a graphic novel. So I was only going to read that physically anyway. Uh, twenty twenty, I had a lot more physical books. There were five that I read. Apparently, I keep track of the books I read in case this isn't obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I've been keeping very careful track of all the books that I've read since college. Yeah, but yeah, I just, I have so many physical books, I need to get around to reading them at some point. It's just a lot of my reading, and the reason I read on my phone is because, unlike you, I do look at my phone a lot, and it's not a good habit, but having the Kindle app, like, front and center on my phone encourages me when I idly pick up my phone to instead, like, go try and read instead of doing some of the random garbage. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is that is actually helpful to read in that fashion and always have the ability to pull out a book. Like, that's the sort of thing I would have loved as a kid is to, like, to always have a book in my hands whenever I'm bored. Because I tried to do that anyway, except now I don't have to carry a book with me to do that. Yeah, you big nerd. Yeah. And, and then Kindles are good or your e-reader of choice. Because I am 
considering switching to Kobo, which is a another I haven't the, heard the, of this. They're the main other competitor. I think they're partnered with Walmart or something. Um, but they, the people who made Kobo, also made Overdrive, which is the like backbone for ebook uh, loans with libraries. So, like, the if you get a Kobo, you get like a direct like interface to the whole library system, where when you search in their store, if it's available from the library, they'll just tell you, "Yeah, you can t- get this from the library right now instead of buying it." Versus on the Kindle, you have to like download a separate app and like scroll through that and then send it to your Kindle, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's the other brand is Kobo. Um, a, a guy whose podcast I listen to is big into e-readers, and so every year he kind of writes a state of e-readers article, uh, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I guess a state of the mid-tier e-readers. Um, so he's not looking at the base level Kindle; he's looking at like the paper white and above, where you get like backlights and waterproofing and all that, which at this point is kind of a a must-have for me. So, mm-hmm. are they yeah. still like an e-ink display? Oh, yeah. It's just okay. that the e-ink displays keep getting better in terms of how crisp can they be, like how how dense are the pixels, mm-hmm. and also how good does it look in terms of the... Because it's not backlighting, it's technically front lighting, which makes it a fun engineering problem of, like, you have to slightly recess the display itself so that you can actually put in lights to illuminate it. Mm-hmm. And that is also a, a thing that has changed over time is how like does it look like the display is underneath something or does it actually look like it's there for you well yeah it's all still e-ink because that's like the point you know is that it feels like you're reading a book and that's like the kind of display that lets you do that Mm-hmm. and it really works for me but now i don't know where mine is and i have to i'm playing this game of like i know that i want one for when i go back to minnesota Mm-hmm. That is my deadline of like, if I do not manage to find it by that point, so in a little over a month, then I will just buy a new one. And then I'll have to decide which one to buy. Mm-hmm. Final note in the e-reader story. Does your, I assume, I'm assuming your current Kindle, actually, I don't know. Does it have buttons for turning the pages? Or yes. was it all? Okay, it does. So that's no longer a thing. What? on e-readers unless you get the most expensive models they treat they treat the ability to hold it one-handed and press a button to turn the page as a premium feature uh the kindles the paper white and the like just regular kindle are just all a flat touch screen and that's it oh my gosh which becomes kind of funny when you're like like technically they're waterproof or water resistant or whatever. So when Aaron and I when Aaron's dog's sitting at the fancy apartment that has a hot tub and we go to the hot tub and we bring our Kindles and then water gets on them a little bit, sometimes the page turning doesn't work very well because you know what touch screens yeah. don't work great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that's a fun fact for you in the world of e-readers. I should check does does Barnes and Noble even sell nook still and if so i should at least like give it a check oh my gosh i have an old kindle yeah ebooks it's a third generation kindle dang I think. that's pretty old yeah 
It's back when they made white ones. They, it looks like they're all not white anymore. Uh, I think you are correct. I know Kobo makes some that are white, but I think all of the Amazon ones are black. Yeah, it's it's one of the old ones that's got like a full keyboard on the bottom. Hmm. So there you go. The more you know. Man, I wonder how old the Nooks are. Like, when was this released? Let's see. Sort by... I'm looking at the reviews. Sort by most recent. And then let's go as to the last page if I can. I don't know. Nook Glow Light 4. Eh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to get one. Yeah, 2010. Dang, how did I get it right with a guess just out of nowhere? You know, maybe that just shows you that you have a stronger connection to your Kindle than you thought. I guess so. You want to know who else have a strong connection? Who? Red and Rover by Brian Bassett. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I mixed up our comics and I was like, that's not the name of my comic. Okay, so we have... Red, a small boy, and his dog, Rover, uh, standing out in the grass. And Red kind of you know, putting his hands on either side of his mouth, kind of like he's shouting. But the you know, the dialogue doesn't make it look like he's shouting. It doesn't matter. He's, he's saying out loud, Will the last firefly of summer please turn the light out? And then we have a frame within a frame of presumably later on, and they are in the dark walking out of frame. And that's the entire comic. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can I have you go to the comments? I'm, I want to make you angry on your birthday. That's my birthday gift to you. Um, with a stupid comment. Am I doing show all comments then? Not the featured comment about no, the, the temperature? Yeah, no, the featured one. Why the... Like, what the heck is that comment? <laughs> They're not even a premium member either. No. That's the side of BS we'd expect from premium members, but just some rando. This, Twelve years ago. <laughs> hey, this like, is this comic could have could have come out on the day you bought your Kindle. It could have. <laughs> but what the heck? Like oh, well, it's, now it's if 102 you look at here in lovely if, San Bernardino, California, we're expecting a high of one oh five. But the, okay, so this is the point. If you do show all comments, you'll see that a lot of people are talking about the temperature, perhaps in response to other people, but also by virtue of the fact that they are the the comic was released four days into September, and they're talking about the end of summer. So people are talking about how in their particular region of the country, it either is or is not the end of summer. I don't like these people. So I, most of the people here are saying... That it's still super hot here. You're full of BS. And other people, a couple of people are talking about how the weather is actually nice mm-hmm. where they are. Low of 40. Here's a, here's a classic premium member one from a guy just <laughs> named Bob. And that's it. <laughs> Low of 47 at 5 a.m., now 87, and will reach over 90 in Colorado Springs, Colorado today. Pretty wide range, dot, dot, dot. That's typical here. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I love how he also felt the need to clarify that Colorado Springs was in Colorado. Definitely a very old person writing this comment. I don't know. Maybe Colorado Springs. 
I mean, there's, so. a, there's a very good XKCD comic um, that is. I'm gonna send this to you. It's called "Know the Other One." <laughs> oh no! And it's just a map of. Oh, chat totally broke on Skype on me just now. That's funny. Like University of Miami. There we go. Or Miami University. I sent it to you. No, it no, is not all the one just in Miami, the one in Ohio. It is all just cities, like famous cities, but in states where you wouldn't expect them. Huh. So like Gettysburg, South Dakota, or Atlanta, Wisconsin, or Des Moines, Wait. Washington. <laughs> What's the real Bloomington? Uh Indiana. Oh. I think the San- Bloomington and Grand Rapids are two that always get me being from Minnesota as like, wait, what do you mean there's another wait, one? <laughs> where's the other Grand Rapids? That's Michigan. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bloomington, Indiana is where University of Indiana is, I believe. Okay. And I don't remember what's Grand Rapids, Michigan. What's there? East of Lake Michigan. Um, I don't remember what's important about them, if anything. I just know that they exist. They have a population of almost 200,000, so a little bit more than uh, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. But yeah, this one's, it's just fun to poke around on this one. There's also a Des Moines, New Mexico, apparently. That's good. Cleveland, Utah. (laughs) I love some of the ones that they caught in one state, but not another state. What do you mean? Um, Like Wyoming or something? Yeah. Well, you, you know, you can only fit so much on this map. Isn't there, like, a Wyoming-Minnesota? There is. But I also, funnily enough, there's a Wyoming-Michigan as well, just outside of Grand Rapids. Because yeah. it showed up when I looked up at the map of Grand Rapids. Yeah, uh, yeah. North Pole, New York. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> Newark, Delaware. <laughs> That's funny. A Phoenix. I can't tell if that Texas, Phoenix is New in... York. Yeah, that one's good. I can't tell if the Phoenix is in Pennsylvania or Maryland. Freaking East Coast. Mm-hmm. Grow some larger states, you know? Grow some, yeah. Dallas, yeah, North Carolina. Me. Houston, Nerd. Florida. Houston, Alaska. Philadelphia, Mississippi. <laughs> Houston, Alaska, yeah. I'm Mountain View, Hawaii. That I don't know what the like real town is or something. Or like, Try me. Is that really a like important t- like? Cedar Rapids, Nebraska? Is Cedar Rapids even a like city that people know about? I mean, they do after uh was it Hillary Clinton who had the rally and like the very meme something or other? Oh really? I know was in twenty sixteen there was some there was some very meme thing. Because that's the thing. There's like a couple of people some people care about Iowa every four years. A lot. That's fair. Was that like the Pokemon go to the polls thing? It it may have been. Else. I don't remember. But I I think I know that there is something around election time that puts Cedar Rapids properly on the map for a time. Okay. And like Dis- Disney, Oklahoma. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, some of these are like, you know, they're not meant for every single person. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think it's a it's a good one. Okay, so I already lost track. What were were we talking about something? Did no, you ask we definitely a question? we definitely weren't, and I definitely did not. Um, okay, well, sorry, you're talking about Colorado Springs. How do you feel about Maraschino Springs. cherries? 
Maraschino cherries. We're not even going to try to make this like a six degrees of separation. I'm just going for it. Maraschino cherries. I always give my maraschino cherry to Aaron. So that's how I feel about them. When you're talking about maraschino cherries, you're talking about like the cheap like ice cream maraschino cherries, right? I guess, yeah. Have you ever had like fancy like cocktail maraschino cherries? We had a jar of them and then the jar leaked all over our fridge. So that also put a bit of a damper on things for me. Uh, we have, yeah, we have had a thing of, uh, I, I guess probably maraschino of like a brandied cherry kind of thing. Okay. That Aaron has had to make some fancy drinks, I think, or maybe we didn't buy them and it just showed up in my, one of my drinks at some point. And I still mm-hmm. would just give that to Aaron. Really? Yeah. Cause I like when I like, I like big regular old cherries with a pit. Like I really mm-hmm. like eating just straight up cherries like yeah. that. Um, but having, I don't know, just like a flavored one or like, like obviously like the ice cream ones, I, I could eat it. I just don't yeah. care for it. Those things are crap. Don't. And so I'll get them and I'll give it to those. Aaron. But ones that are like liquor soaked also don't really appeal to me. What about like, okay. So you haven't had like, okay. That was gonna make this conversation less interesting. Um, <laughs> cause you've never had what I was trying to describe. I mean, you can try. That's a good, it's a good thing to try and practice. Um, like they're not, so for like, they sell them like to be put in cocktails, but they're not like liquor soaked or anything. Um, yeah. so they're just like nice, like fancy maraschino cherries. Sure. Um, and so just there's pitless cherries. So they're cherries that the pit has been removed from. Hmm. So they they're like cherry cherries. Like there's the hole where the pit was. Oh. Um they've just been depitted. Are they suspended in fluid? Yes. What kind of fluid? Uh the fluid is some sort of like a sweet, slightly syrupy red liquid. Hmm. Um Okay. It's maraschino cherry juice. Jar? What? You buy these by the jar and snack on them, or what? So you buy these by the jar, and they're meant as, like, garnish in fancy cocktails. Yes. Um, but, like, they're essentially just, like, the, like, leveled-up version of maraschino cherries. Yeah. Uh, but, like, there's there's all sorts of brands and stuff. And so I've been on the hunt for months for them. Because hmm. I had some that, like, I would have, like, when I make a nice cocktail or something, I would, like, pop one in because they're delicious mm-hmm. and i love them yeah. um and like i had found a brand that i had bought that was kind of like middle of the road i guess like is definitely like a lot better than like cheap like uh store brand maraschino cherries or something but it's also not like the freaking like name brand like fancy one that's called for by name in like fancy cocktail books or something okay um because that one is called luxardo cherries mm. and those up. those are if you get a chance to eat a luxardo cherry they are delicious and so good but so, they are also so not worth the like 30 dollars a jar that they so are so the thing that i still feel like you're not quite telling me when you eat these you're only eating them after you have them in a cocktail right so they garnish the cocktail and then when you finish you get to eat it yeah that just doesn't appeal to me i just i just like straight up cherries this doesn't make sense to me. I mean... So you uh, like cherries? Yeah. 
So if you have the option between not having a cherry and having a cherry, you would choose to not have a cherry. If I had the choice between not having a cherry, having a cherry that's been um, unsoiled by anything, and having a cherry that has been soiled by something... That's not the options I gave you. Yeah, but... It's your birthday, but you're not winning this one. Between the option of having a cherry and not having a cherry, just straight up, in any given moment... I'll probably just pick don't have a cherry if you're going to make this difficult for me. But that's well, like if I sad. said, hey, Grant, would you, rather, would you rather have a pizza this Saturday or not pizza this Saturday? And you say pizza this Saturday. And I was like, oh, but the pizza has to have anchovies on it. Sorry. Like, this isn't a, this isn't a worthwhile conversation to have if there's, like, additional factors to it, right? A cherry that's been soaked in a cocktail is not a cherry, it is now a cherry that's been soaked in a cocktail. There's qualifiers to it. And maybe I would enjoy it. I don't know. If if I had a very... If you knew, if I went over to your apartment and you decided to make me a fancy drink with a fancy cherry... Or you could right? just eat the cherry first. That's also an option. It's just not what I do. Sure, I could do that. And that actually is probably what I would do then if I knew that it was a fancy cherry. I'm not sure I've ever had a particularly fancy cherry in a cocktail. But in this particular instance where there is a fancy cherry... I would eat it. Okay. If you get the chance, I would encourage you to try it because I feel like it's something you would find delicious if you like cherries. And if it makes you feel better, you can get a 400-gram jar of Luxardo Gourmet Maraschino Cherries for twenty four seventy five on Wednesday or on uh, Amazon. I can get it delivered by Wednesday. So not worth it. Like No? The, so I, I... The whole reason... I don't even know why I started talking about this, but... uh. I had been looking for a while and I couldn't find them around here at all. Like the Mm -hmm. ones that I was looking for, I could find like the crappy store brands that are disgusting um, and worth giving away to someone who you don't like. I'm surprised you give them to Aaron. That's just kind of rude. Aaron likes them. (laughs) Well, good for her. When I go, when I go to the baseball game and I go to the Ghirardelli store at the, or at the Ghirardelli stand, at the stadium, because Ghirardelli started in San Francisco, so there's Ghirardelli stand, and I get a sundae from there with chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. I asked for I asked for the hot fudge. I asked for the almonds. I asked for the whipped cream. This is what I like. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron specifically wants me to get a cherry so that I can <laughs> give her the cherry. <laughs> so okay, what can I say? So yeah. Anyway, I was like looking. I couldn't find them. I could only find like the Luxardo ones or the crappy ones that aren't worth it and then i finally found them and it's just like so wonderful i'm so glad that i found what i was looking for because it's like they're like a less than a third of the price of the fancy ones but like i don't know like 80 percent of the quality mm-hmm. and it's just oh they're so they're so delicious i have to restrain myself from just like eating them out of the jar um, that's fair it's a wonderful that's problem with all have. fruit like I I try not to buy too much fruit because I will just go crazy eating the fruit, especially like snackable fruit. Like a when Aaron gets a thing of blackberries or something like that, I have to tell Aaron like, "Look, you're gonna need to claim what you want out of this because if you just let me start eating them, it's gonna be gone." Mm-hmm. So, so here's a lovely thing. I'm on the Maraschino Cherry Wikipedia page. 
because just in the course of this conversation, I've learned more about maraschino cherries than I ever knew. All I knew about them was they're the bright red ones on top of Sundays. I knew nothing else. So here's here is a, a sentence from the summary. In their modern form, the cherries are first preserved in a brine solution, usually containing sulfur dioxide and calcium chloride, to bleach the fruit. Then soaked in a suspension of food coloring, sugar syrup, and other components. So that's fascinating. Yeah, I guess that doesn't surprise me. Obviously, that's that's not what Luxardo does. But... Well, yeah, but they're horrible. They're delicious, but just, I don't have that kind of money in my life. Yeah, that's fair. Like, if I could afford... You don't even buy fancy peanut butter. Yeah, don't even get me started. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I still can't find peanut butter. Aaron and I were making cookies, like I said, we were making the dough, and Aaron, there's it's a very involved recipe that involves browning butter. And it also wants you to get, like, fancy salt flakes to put on top of the cookies when you bake them. Mm-hmm. And so at one point in the, while we're doing this stuff, Aaron says to me, can you get me the fancy salt? And I said, I think every once in a while we should sit back and appreciate that we live in a place like San Francisco and can afford to have fancy salt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a nice thing to keep in mind sometimes, you know? Some some poor people in the Midwest, in a state that people care about every four years, can't even get peanut butter. You know, yeah. There are there are grants starving. <laughs> Let's enjoy our fancy salt. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah. Sorry, I just ate a maraschino cherry. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Okay, I lied. I ate two. <laughs> Is that what you're getting at me about? <laughs> <laughs> can you tie a cherry stem in your mouth i have done it before all right there you go so there's potential yeah put you that on your profile trying to kiss me or something hey man we'll, we'll talk at the bachelor party oh okay <laughs> a spicy bachelor party i'm gonna kiss the groom i almost called you the bride for a second <laughs> Anyway, you know what else uh, we should talk about? Uh, <laughs> no, nope, it's not going to work. <laughs> the most straightforward segue. <laughs> you know what we're also going to talk about? Off the Mark by Mark Parisi. You know, uh, the, the correct thing would, would be to say, you know, calling you the bride would have been a little off, off the, the mark. mark. Oh, that'd be good. Why are there hot dogs? I'm not going to ask. Um, so we're set in a jungle and there is a, a bird up in a tree. And then on the ground there is a a leopard with a bird caught in its mouth. And the leopard looks like he has smoked one too many somethings. Because his eyes are just jacked up. But anyway, the bird in the tree is yelling down. If it's any consolation, you look totally hot in leopard skin. Are we going to talk about things that make me look hot? Well, so I was going to say, if there's one thing we talk about less than food, it's certainly fashion. Uh, Mostly it's just you making fun of me for making fashion choices. I don't think that's true. And you refusing to make any choices. 
I I make a, I make a choice every single night. I choose my clothes the night before. You choose your clothes the night before? Oh my gosh. You're so much more mature than I am. <laughs> this is abundantly <laughs> clear to me at this moment and I feel like a child. <laughs> Should I tell you why I choose my clothes the night before? Because you don't actually choose them, Aaron does. It's because I have so little room available to me for my clothes that trying to access them in the morning would be like while Aaron's still asleep and it's dark in the room would be so annoying that I eventually started doing it just out of convenience. Okay. So now I now I'm just in the habit Mm -hmm. that I do it like even when I go home to Minnesota I like do that because I got used to it over the last year, but that is the reason why. There is, there is extenuating circumstances. I've not done it for that long. Mm-hmm. What is... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... I'm having huh. to look up what my advertisement is about, because I'm okay. getting the weirdest targeted ads on this website. Are you getting more weird medical ads? Yeah. Hmm. Ones... I, I don't know if I, like, Google weird things that make them think that I'm not me. Or what? Because I've been getting... I get some ads in Spanish. Hmm. That's exciting. Um, But the weird one that I just saw, I'm pretty sure it was for like... It was a feminine hygiene product of some sort. Uh, I don't understand what it was though. Maybe the algorithms have not clued into the fact that your IP address should be associated with you and not whoever the previous tenants were. That's my guess. I don't actually know if that has any reasoning behind it at all, but in terms of of a possibility, that's what I'm going with. Maybe. Should I turn off my ad blockers and see what sort of ads I get? You do you. Okay, here we go. Here's one that makes sense. DirecTV Stream. Yeah, DirecTV, waste your money on me. I'm never buying your service. Okay, so here's what I get. I get a, a Nintendo Switch Mario Strikers Battle League. That's not too far off. So they're being advertised yoga pants too, because that's what I had right before DirecTV too. The the footer that's that I need to X out of is Trailhead, which is the like tutorial system for Salesforce. So that makes sense because we just switched to Salesforce. Norton three sixty cybersecurity. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh oh, this is a f- okay. This is a fu- this is one of the funniest ones I've seen. We got Grubhub, but here's one. At the bottom of all of the uh, comic, like, merchandise things, I have an advertisement for buying an affordable and professional teleprompter. Hmm. (laughs) I I think in the same spot for me, I have one for Aleve. (laughs) Provides up to 12 hours of pain relief. I think they think I'm on my period well i actually just did get at the very very bottom i have should i click on this i don't really want to but i have this is definitely a female medication too because it's all pink at the very bottom i have a like very female oriented advertisement i can't quite tell what it is i'll take a screenshot and send it to you is it is it oh it just changed it just changed is it now? Is, it's uh, what's it now? No, it was. It was like now it's one two three RF. Millions of stunning visuals at low prices. I think it's like a stock footage kind of thing. Okay. Now the one before it was. I'm. I'm going to a. 
I'm going to incognito mode for this. Oh no, that's out. not a medication for women. It's for Wait, why was there a targeted ad for a seizure medication? Uh, I don't know. That's what I got. It was for a medication oh, that's used a Stranger Things one to control seizures. And now I'm getting one for pink. Maybe you could try going to the bottom and clicking on do not sell my personal information. And then the advertisements will probably get even worse. Where's this spot? I don't see this spot. At the very, 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 very bottom of the page. Like copyright, terms and conditions, privacy policy. I have an option called do not sell my personal information. Are you serious? Do you not have that? No, I have terms and conditions, privacy policy, and then a dot like there could be something next to it, but nothing there. So I bet the reason that that is... Is it because California? Yeah, it's because California, baby. <laughs> what the heck? Because <laughs> I have a California IP, they're required to have that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I forget about stuff like that. Prop 65 is the only time that I'm like really aware of all of this. Uh-huh. But that's that's really funny. <laughs> Good old California throwing its weight around in a positive way sometimes. Yeah. Gosh, I've had this pink advertisement for a while. They must be spending a lot of money to advertise yeah, me $20 in under shorts. I'm going to refresh and see if I get some new commercials. Commercials. Advertisements. Fiverr. Oh my gosh, I got some ad for a streaming service that's advertising. It looks like some Judge Judy spinoff. I just got stuff for baseball equipment. Oh, here's a medical ad that's in an audio auto-playing video. But it looks more like a doctor, like telehealth advertisement. Yeah, all of mine are pretty much what I would expect, to be honest. Mine are weird. I'm going to turn my ad blocker back on. (laughs) (sighs) Well, this has been thrilling. Anyway, so are we talking about things that make me look hot or not? Oh, European wax center. We don't have enough time to talk about everything that makes you look hot, Grant. I'm getting advertisements for waxing now. Am I too hairy? I don't know. I don't think so. But I haven't seen you for a little while, so maybe. Yeah, I might be a little too hairy. Mm Hmm. 